Hey, hey, come catch this wave with the fix squad. The fix is in. I'm Mr. Soul. I'm tuning in. What you doing? Got him. Real hip hop revealed that a fix. Pure you can feel it in the mix. Finally stop pushing the culture forward. This is it. Proceed at your own risk. Got him. Beach balls and life giving them truth in it. Scream a revolution when only a few minutes. My sentiments is acting everything that we do clutch. Another reason to turn the volume up. Sheesh. Know what we stand on. Solid ground when we land. Say it's no use. The culture was out of hand. But now that I reach, we gotta stick to the plan. Dark days with the sunshine. Any good news, I'm proof that it's living. Yeah. Revolving the art of Shaco. With it, keeping the beans on the block. Don't miss it. Welcome to the city stand. Up. James left, but the king still reigns here. No tears, no love lost, no rain here. Delivers, I promise, Santa rain here. Love, love for the city still resides here. Fix for your ailment, faith that resides outside the lines. Detox your mind, cause it matters. Art, art outside the box, we paint better. The fix is in, and we rock a channel. We rock with them for what's deep within. Expose those who talk but don't live. Expose those who talk but don't live. Take offense, take offense. Judge by the fruit from the tree. But if the fruit tastes like the streets, and money is the fruit that they speak, so tell me whose face do they see? Repeat, take offense, take offense. Judged by the fruit from the tree But if the fruit tastes like the streets And money is the fruit that they seek So tell me whose face do they seek Yes sir Turn your radios all the way up It's your boy DJ Focus checking in Hey it's your girl Dice Gamble And it is time to wake up on this blessed Blessed day Monday Hope you had a great weekend And it's time to get it in Some of y'all already at work Let's shout out to y'all Cause I know how that is Getting up at 3.30am you got to do what you got to do, Dice, sometimes. You got to get out here in these streets and uh, do what you got to do. Please get up and go to a real job. Don't be doing nothing illegal. Don't be doing nothing you ain't got no business doing. Shout out to my cousins listening right now. I know y'all might be just uh, leaving the club right now. I'm praying for you. And, uh, you know, I know yeah, some of our cousins, just they listen, they just shut the, shut the thing shut down. The thing down. You know what I'm saying? 3.30 so, in yeah. the morning on, yeah, the they, West, on the West Coast. On the West Coast. So some of them, you know, they, they just shut it down. But we're praying for y'all. Get home safe. Yeah. Get yeah. to work safe. Wherever you may be uh, going today. Yes, we thank y'all for waking up up with us mm-hmm. and tapping into us and i'm telling y'all uh listen your weekend was good for me I, I, let me be honest with you i had a good weekend mm-hmm. did some great things with the wife um weather wasn't too bad again okay. and, until we get that snowy snow uh over here in this midwest we, we listen we, we we having a blessed blessed weekend so uh yeah i'm grateful but thank y'all for waking up with us this is the day that the lord has made we will rejoice and be glad in it we got a fun packed show keep it locked you're tuning to the fix and the fix is in yeah, that's a whole vibe right there, man. Uh, shouts out to uh, our brother, Jordan Armstrong, that talked to me. Uh, that track right there, that's, come on. You, you, he, he didn't win remix that Jodeci classic and uh, put a little faith, little inspiration on it to all our married folk out there and some great relationships. Y'all need that to spice up your day. Listen, we we, we didn't spice y'all up. Y'all, we didn't play that this morning. Y'all might have looked at each other before y'all went to work and said, hey, we got time for a little, little touching and grin. Ain't nothing wrong with a little touching and grin with the married folks early in the morning. It, it's, it makes the day go better. It makes the day go better. That's true. That's true. Or you late for work because you just get back in the bed. Like, you know what? I'm just going to be late today. <laughs> I'm tired. I'm tired. Listen, man, for those of you who uh, like your pasta, I just got to put this out here. Um, and I, I couldn't eat these growing up. My mom never bought SpaghettiOs. Did you have SpaghettiOs growing up? Yeah, we had SpaghettiOs. What do you mean y'all ain't had no SpaghettiOs? I didn't have spaghetti. I mean, she just made regular spaghetti, you know? Like, we, we didn't... Listen, folks, you got all the cool stuff. I barely get a Capri Sun. It had to be like a real... 
I got Capri Sun on field day, which it was at the end of the school year when you got to, you had to put it in the freezer because they knew you was gonna be outside all day doing track and field. And so let me, let me stop you because when we have Capri Suns, okay, we had these things called jug. It was it was these little jug, I, uh, little jug, little jug, juggy yeah. juices. The blue so no, and the red. The, the, the Capri Sun was the, yeah yeah you was balling. You had Capri Sun. Let, let me, so yeah, that's a whole nother Sunny Delight in them and Capri Sun in them. Yeah, we didn't we didn't have them. We had the jugs. And the jugs is what we use, and, and, and it was like twenty four of them in, in a case, and they was all at the bottom to the right. I remember in the bottom of the refrigerator to the right, so it had all the flavors: the blue, the raspberry, the, blue, the gray, raspberry. orange, yeah, yeah, the, 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 the green one. Right. Nobody really knew what the green one was. They, they say it's melon, but I don't know what flavor that green one was. But everybody knew. So no, I just want to make sure. No, no, we we didn't have. And, and let's go back to this. See, this is a history lesson. This is a lesson for our listeners right now. I love how she was humble by saying. My mom just made regular spaghetti, and you had SpaghettiOs. The SpaghettiOs we had came out of canned ice. That's what I'm saying, though. (laughs) So I would have rather had a home-cooked spaghetti meal than something that came out of can when you went down there for that service. You know, that service pack. It came in the service pack with the oats and the cheese and the the, the milk. You know, the service pack. You know, I'm just saying. So (laughs) I I take take that homemade spaghetti anytime. Over over a can of SpaghettiOs. I don't care what you talking about. So it, it's National what? Spaghetti Day? Yeah, it's that round noodle day. Listen, archaeologists found noodles in a 4,000-year-old bowl at an archaeological site. Good grief. Can't even say it. But yeah, um, obviously, you know, China and Japan made the noodle famous. But for us, this little round noodle, that SpaghettiO noodle and all that, it didn't become popular until the 1900s but today is national noodle ring day so you know hey if you got a noodle that you're eating and it's in the shape of a ring like a spaghetti you know ring today's that day to bring back the memory take a picture and post about it but i'm just tripping so they said that macaroni and cheese came along after spaghettios and that's why spaghettios faded out oh wow oh wow that makes sense that makes sense that makes sense. Painful. 1936, and it all changed. Wow. But for those of you like spaghetti, I was going to get you some today and uh, have a flashback memory because today is the day you celebrate. Yeah, listen, we got a fun pack show. We got to get back to it. Listen, we got uh, our spiritual detox. Listen, it's going to feature uh, a super talented producer, mm. uh, songwriter, uh, A.O. Shamir A. from the Bronx. We're going to get him on the line. Uh, yeah, come on now. We also got a real talk conversation we got today. We're going to talk about it. Uh, bloodline surviving bloodline curses, Survive. surviving generational curses. We're going to hop into that conversation. Uh, yeah, we got the news in 90 on the way too as well. Of course, we got, uh, yeah, Justin Adams too as well with the Faith in Sports Report. Mm-hmm. Y'all know I got the lyrics for the mind. So yes, don't touch that dial. We got a fun pack show for y'all. Keep it locked. You're tuning to the fix. And the fix is in. I'm Dice Gamble from The Fix, and this is your News in 90. Tiffany Haddish is planning to build a grocery store in her native area of South Central L.A. called Diaspora Groceries. With over 24 million Americans living in areas that qualify as food scarcity zones, founder Tiffany Haddish believes that access to healthy food choices and financial literacy are the components to building strong families and communities. For more information, go to diasporagroceries.com. News for 
athletes in college, the NIL market is generating more than $1 billion a year annually. Student athletes are starting to gain rights to earn money from their name, image, and likeness. When it comes to recruiting athletes, colleges who offer NIL deals have a greater advantage in recruiting star athletes. For more information, visit the National Collegiate Athletic Association at NCAA.com. What does Beyonce and Taylor Swift have in common? Well, they both have agreed to partner with AMC Theaters to distribute their films after they produce and film them while they were on tour. Beyonce's Renaissance and Swift's Eras Tour have collectively grossed over $200 million internationally. This may be the new thing for artists in the future. Critics have learned that some Beyonce and Taylor Swift fans enjoy watching a concert in front of a big screen for $20 with popcorn versus watching the concert live for $200 to $2,000. I'm Dice Gamble, and this is your News in 90. I'm Justin Adams, and this is your To Fix Faith in Sports Report. And the playoff races in the NFL, they are heating up. We'll get to those in a moment, but first, let's get to our scripture verses of the day. And it comes from Ecclesiastes 11, verses 9 and 10. And this is the easy translation, so listen up. It says, young people, enjoy your life while you are young. Do the things that you think are good. Enjoy the things that you see, but remember that God will judge you for all the things that you do. Do not worry about things. Do not let your body cause you to have pain. You will not be young and strong for very long. We all become old too quickly. Again, that's Ecclesiastes 11 verses 9 and 10. All right, to the NFL. In an NFC East race, (laughs) look, they just got really, really tight, all right? As the Dallas Cowboys, they routed the Philadelphia Eagles 33-13. Dak Prescott threw for 271 yards and two touchdowns. Also, the Cowboys defense forced three turnovers. The Eagles and the Cowboys are tied for the lead in the NFC East at 10-3. and There's also a tie in the NFC South. It's a three-way tie, and all the teams have a 6-7 and seven record. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers rallied on the road to beat the Atlanta Falcons 29-25. Also, the New Orleans Saints beat the hapless Carolina Panthers 28-6. So the Saints, Buccaneers, and Falcons, they are all tied at 6-7. And, and right now, Tampa Bay has a division lead due to tiebreakers. The Chicago Bears got the home win against the Detroit Lions 28-13. Justin Fields, he threw for a touchdown pass and also rushed for a score on the win. The Baltimore Ravens, they got the 37-31 overtime win over the Los Angeles Rams, and that's thanks to a 76-yard punt return for a touchdown from Thailand Wallace to end that game in overtime. The Ravens also have the best record in the AFC. The Minnesota Vikings, they keep their playoff hopes alive as they beat the Las Vegas Raiders 3 to nothing. That's the lowest scoring game since 2007. Goodness. The San Francisco 49ers take down the shorthanded Seattle Seahawks 28-16. Brock Purdy threw for 366 yards and two touchdowns. Geno Smith, he also didn't play in that game with a growing injury. Now, I don't think that the referees are going to get a Christmas card from Kansas City Chiefs quarterback Patrick Mahomes as the Buffalo Bills upset the Kansas City Chiefs 20-17. to And it looked like the Chiefs were going to go and get the go-ahead win with about a minute left in the game, but the referee said that wide receiver Kadarius Toney lined up offsides, wiped away the touchdown, and the Chiefs fall to 8-5 and five on the year, and the Bills keep their playoff hopes alive 
at seven and six. Actually, there are six teams in the AFC with a seven and six record. The Cincinnati Bengals, they are one of them as they beat the Indianapolis Colts 34 to 14. The New York Jets, they soar past the Houston Texans 30 to six. Zach Wilson threw for 301 yards and a touchdown in that one. CJ Stroud, he also left the game with a head injury and the Texans fall to seven to six on the year. The Denver Broncos beat the Los Angeles Chargers 24 to seven. Russell Wilson threw for two scores and the Broncos have now won six out of the last seven games and they are also seven and six and finally one team that is firmly in the playoff picture how about those Cleveland Browns as Joe Flacco threw three touchdowns and the Browns held off Jacksonville 31 to 27 Cleveland is now eight and five and in fifth place in the AFC standings in college hoops this is probably the story of the week all right Brody James, the son of LeBron James, made his much-anticipated debut as he scored four points in his first game since suffering cardiac arrest in July. But it wasn't enough as Long Beach State, they rallied to beat USC 84-79 in overtime. Now there were two upsets in college hoops, both in top 25 action, as my Colorado Buffaloes, that's right, the black and gold, they just dominated 15th ranked Miami. 90 to 63 and the Memphis Tigers get the 81 to 75 upset over number 21 Texas A&M. Finally in the blowout of the day and I mean this was a huge blowout okay. North Dakota State beat a team called Oak Hill Christian 108 to 14. Yes 108 to 14. By the way that score at halftime was 60 to 5. Why do you even play that game? It makes no sense. Either way North Dakota State it's the huge W in that one. I'm Justin Adams, and this has been your The Fix Faith in Sports Report. Now back to DJ Focus and Dice Gamble as The Fix is it. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix. It's time for our spiritual detox. And Dice, we finally got this uh, super talented uh, producer on. We've been we've been waiting to get him on, man. He's he been making so many uh, just dope, uh, just listen. Records, collaborations. I mean, that 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 itself, the, the collabs he's been able to get on these projects that he's just doing his thing, mixing, mastering these uh, fire beats has been uh, having us, you know what I'm saying, in, in our winning prescriptions every Friday. Like, we got to add them again, don't we? We <laughs> we we, got, we might need to review this song again, don't we? I, I, we got people DMing us like, yeah, yeah, A.O. been in there a lot, a lot, of, a lot of times. How many times have yeah. I put him on the prescription? So, yeah, without further ado, the super talented A.O. Samir. What's going on, brother? Good. I'm good, man. I hope y'all good. Yeah, we good. We good. You keep producing all this heat, man. So, uh, I'm serious when I say uh, me and Dice, and you make it hard for me and Dice every Friday. We do a music mm-hmm. review. We call it the winning prescription. Yeah. And uh, we try to leave you off just because we, we pride ourselves on introducing people to a new artist every week. Yeah. yeah. But, but, but yeah, you keep producing all these hits and all these collaborations you got on these beats, man. So yeah, you, 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 listen, you've been tagged. You, you see, you've been in quite a few of them, but look to see how many other people have been in a, quite a few of them. It's not the same. So yeah, <laughs> salute to you for working hard over there. Thank you, brother. Thank so you. So come on, we'll talk about it, man. You got this new project out 99. Um, can you share a little bit of the inspira- inspiration behind it and the connection and the biblical reference that you mm-hmm. use in Matthew 18, 12 through 13? Yeah. So, the inspiration is really um I've been a part of that 99 and I've been that person that straight away too. Not you. From the Lord. So Not like and when 
when I asked my guy, Craig, from the UK to paint the, the drawing of the sheep, it was three sheep in the beginning. And then I said, throw some ski mask on it because I was at a at a church event and they spoke about sometimes we preach we there's people in the kingdom of darkness that are part of the flock that have not yet been revealed and everybody looked different in the flock and I wanted to be able to speak to the church but I also wanted the people that's in the kingdom of darkness that's his to be able to gravitate towards it too I mean you just do a good job at this I don't even I mean it you don't even have to try. I mean, you naturally do this. This is what you do. Yeah. I don't think you've ever been afraid to mix with both. I know a lot of people of the church are afraid of the dark, which I I don't even know I why, work, but go ahead. I work Tell me. with a lot of secular artists. So I have, and my thing is really relationship. Like, learn, like, let them know who I am. But I want to know who they are, too. I want to be a friend to them. I want them to be like, feel like, yo, Shamir, man, I'm going through something. Can you pray for me, bro? Like this and that. And I'm going to be real. It makes it easy, me being a producer, to be able to have that access with a lot of artists. Hmm. That's good. No, I think that's where we miss it in, in the body of Christ and at churches. We're not even interested in getting to know people that, that they don't don't look like us don't sound like yeah. us don't smell like us don't walk like yeah. us so i appreciate you say, saying that that was really good hopefully yeah. it was enlightening to somebody listening right now absolutely absolutely so we, we celebrating 50 years of hip-hop so i gotta ask because uh you know we know uh your bronx upbringing uh <laughs> has influenced your your grittiness in, in production and everything. Can you speak yeah. to that and just talk about, you know, what it looks like in 50 years of hip hop? What do you think we are when you talk about the state of hip hop culture? Mm. Um, so yeah, the Bronx really influenced me. Um, I want to say right now, I feel like we're in the best space in music ever. Like an artist, there's not a lot of, I want to say like in the 90s or even before that to get a deal was so way harder. There was a lot of red tape you had to go through. Today, you could really do it yourself and you can go say, yo, I'm going to get on Distro Kid or TuneCore or find a, in the, uh, maybe another independent label or do it through Bandcamp. There's so many options. Mm-hmm. You can you can pop off through social media, but you just got to be able to find your your nooks and crannies and your audience who you want to speak to mm. what would a person say they hear when they hear your production like you know are you intentionally adding things into that or so um, they have a feel or gritty soul <sighs> gritty soul like um i'm inspired by a lot of soul music um gospel music r&b you know, just like I love our music, like what we what we can create as blacks, like we're just talented in that. And I like to tap into those roots and be able to just I when when I make music, I want to tug at the heartstring of the artist, but also make it intentional that they say something meaningful for the listener. Mm. 
That's good. That's mm-hmm. good. Mm-hmm. Look, come on, talk about some of these artists you uh you've been able to collab with. You know, uh this 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 project, like I said, it's ninety nine. You know, how, how did you bring it together and make it a cohesive project? Like, how did you even go after your features? Who who did you have in mind when you were producing and making these beats? Like, okay, mm-hmm. I want to get him on it. I want to get her on it. What, what's your thought process and how does that work? Um, so basically, when I started ninety nine, um, I said. So I'm gonna I'm break it down. The beginning of it was really 48 hours with me, Selah, and C4. But then when I said I'm gonna do an album called 99, I said I want to get the guys that do gritty CHH to be unified and everybody move as one. Because I said the biggest thing, and I told you I work with a lot of artists in the secular. In in um upstate Buffalo, like Griselda, there's this group called Griselda. They're very popular in the underground, and all of the upstate guys became unified, and they started bringing this type of sound more mainstream because they were unified. So I looked at that and I said, "Damn, there's a lot of strength in numbers." And I and I studied that with the South too. I felt like with trap music. Everybody, once everybody got on board and was able to be unified, it didn't matter if there was any issues or anything. You can't really stop anything when everybody's on the same page. You know, it's like it's like when Outkast said the South got something to say. Mm-hmm. That's what that's how I felt about Gritty. I was like, we got something to say too. So we gonna bring the sound in. I just I'm gonna be real, I created a group chat with my guys. And I told people, I don't, I I told one of my guys, I said, I don't make music with everybody. I have to have a relationship. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't some guys I already had a relationship with and other guys came in and it was just ground zero. And we were forming a relationship throughout the process. And it's, it's been a little over a year with the album. So that's why it sounds so cohesive because I would make some of these records and I'd be like, hey, um, I need you to do this, need you to do that. Um, and it might be something that they're not even used to. Mm. So, and I'll be like, just trust me on this. It's going to sound good. And it came out like the way it did. Mm-hmm. Why I do it on the, why do it on this side? Why why do it on this side? Because I feel like your production, if you wanted to, you you could do it like on a high level, all the way mainstream. Why 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 do it for you know God and CHH? Um, because e- even though I I do it in the secular, this was this is my baby. Yeah, like on this side, I I have a heart for it. I want to see it maximized to the fullest, like. Like, it was just like, he told me, don't forget about me. Like, Mm. and I was going through it while making this album. Mm. I was going through it. While I'm, while I'm, um, what'd you say? Going through what? (laughs) While I'm making the album and I'm mixing, I'm getting ministered to. Mm. (laughs) And I just drew closer to the Lord. You know, and there was, there was guys that's not even saved that I asked them like hey um, you want to get on this album and they know my walk so mm-hmm. 
they decided like yeah they and and you know um Kanye was a real inspiration in that wow with Donda how he did Donda hmm. I did it I started it before Donda came out and when I seen that it was just confirmation I see that's good yeah, that's good. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble, we got to go to a quick break. Don't touch that down. We coming right back with more from A.O. Shamir. Keep it locked. You're tuned into The Fix. And The Fix is in. New videos, music, articles, devos, and more. Stay connected. Get the app now so you don't miss a thing. Visit holyculture.net. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into The Fix. Still got the super talented producer, A.O. Shamir, on with us. So come on, A.O. Talk about it, man. Um... You you being in those spaces, man, where you can build those relationships mm. to bridge the gap and have these conversations with some of these secular artists. You mentioned already, you know, you you have moments and opportunities where they reach out to you, ask you to ask for you, for prayer from you and mm. other things. You know, wh- what do you think we are uh, with the church receiving how we do? We call it street ministry or doing ministry to that level. What do you think we are? Because you behind the scenes, I'm pretty sure you probably at some of these secular events. And mm-hmm. you get a chance to like really talk to them one on one, you know, for the people who may not know, just talk a little bit more, elaborate a little bit more on what that experience is and how you've been able to successfully to build those relationships where they trust you. Because I, especially when you talk about men, men, men don't trust easy. So when they got somebody they can trust and they, they talk about calling somebody, they really depend on you. So speak to that just in general and what that looks like for you. I feel like you got to be just real, like be, be uh, real. Um, sometimes they might see your imperfections, but you got to be able to just wear that you were son of the, of God or daughter of Christ. Like you got to be able to wear that on the sleeve. And, and I don't say like be preaching or nothing, but be, be the person that is there and encourages and, you know, ask people, you know, how's your family doing? Um, how's your kids these these things and learn i i'm, I'm always i always want to learn hmm. like learn how things operate and you know um like for example mickey fax is like a big brother to me he taught me um direct to consumer he knows a lot about finances and i never had people to teach me about finances like that so hmm. For him to teach me about it through, like, with the music industry is like it's different. So you got to be able to, and and I remember him saying this to me, um, and I wasn't even in the best place in my walk. And he said, "You know why, Sh- Shamir? I love Shamir because he got a good spirit." Mm. And when he told me that, I was like, "Wow!" Like, and I'm over here being hard on myself. Yeah, but he he sees something different in me. What did you learn about yourself through this whole project? Because you were talking about pulling in people and collaborating. And um, I mean, even the cover is different. Your picture's not on there. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's, it's, it's a lot going on. And we all know, like, being a producer or, or just a person who puts a project together, it's not like you're going to make, like, a bazillion dollars. Mm-hmm. It, it takes you to push. You still have to push the project and put something yep. behind it for it to go. So like, what what is that like? Wh- like, what did you really learn about yourself throughout this whole new process? So, I learned a lot of patience, um, because you got to deal with a lot of artists, and mm-hmm. it's like a lot of different voices. 
like usually when I work with um, do projects, it's really like maybe one artist or two max. This one was like 13. So there's a lot of hands in the pot, but I have to be the conductor to kind of be like, I, ha I learned a lot of leadership. Mm. That's good. You know? Yeah. No, that's real good. Listen, I got to say, you got that go near type uh, flavor in your production. Mm -hmm. So can, talk talk about that, man, and being able to navigate uh, through this album, giving us that 90s boom bap, but also making it sure that it remained relevant for 2023 and the sound where the listener still wouldn't call you dated. Mm. <laughs> so, damn, like... <laughs> That's that's the layer because I, I do aim for that. I aim for that daily because I think um when you when you look at sound, back in the nineties, all their music was sped up to like ninety BPM. Now, if I wanna be um catch the listener, I feel like all I need, right, is an R and B flip from the nineties. Mm. But what I did was is I took the drums out and now I added new drums and new elements that's relevant today and made it feel like a bop that came out today mm. but still make it feel old. Mm -hmm. So it's like revamping the dish, but it's still soulful. All right oh, yeah. now. Yeah, he did that thing, especially All that right Mary now. J. Blige sample you took. <laughs> oh, wow. That thing right there was ridiculous. <laughs> you had me and Dice full attention. We said, wait a minute. <laughs> Who, who is this again? <laughs> Let me find him. Who's uh, doing this? Yeah, that was good. That was really, really good. And a, a risk, too, at that. Um, but uh, it, it worked perfectly. So mm, congratulations on all of that. It, it is a risk because when you take a classic mm -hmm. and you got to remake it, it got to mm -hmm. hit. Yeah, it do. It do. Yeah. Talk about this uh, head of Goliath, man. Um, talk about, man, just, man. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what was the message that you wanted people to feel? What was the message? Yeah, no, 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 because because I, 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 I've been getting mixed feelings, Dice, so I think yeah. the listeners want to know. They got questions. They like, all right, well, did you go too far? Did you go too far? Or, or you know, so just talk about, did man. Did you see the cover? Did you oh, see the cover? Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I saw the cover. I saw the cover. And I heard the song multiple times. So, yeah, yeah just speak about, you know, what or the feeling you wanted to invoke in this message mm -hmm. uh, Man, in this track. I just really wanted us to know that us as Christians, when we have a giant in our lives, we can overcome it. And we could take that head and just know that we have the victory mm -hmm. all the time. Because you know what it is? We can't be scared as Christians. There you go. When the enemy's in front of you, you got to know who's behind you and who's with you like always because I feel like when we in them dark places we are the light we mm -hmm. expose the darkness that's right and and you know sometimes like when I told Dayton to get on the record right um, I asked him to get on the record he heard it it mm -hmm. was actually a different sample mm. and I, I kept the same drums but I changed it last minute and I told my guy, um, young producer coming up, um, Cyrus Sonata, he's actually in CHH. I wanted him to have some light on this. So he sent me the sample and I chopped it and we worked on it. And then I said to Dayton, hey, um, 
Mickey's getting on this. And he knows me and Mickey's close. He was like, yo, as long as he don't talk nothing blasphemous. <laughs> Sounds like dating like a mother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, Take I my said, bars off if you do. That's fine. Use it for something else. Yeah, yeah. And I said, I said, nah, he good, man. Because I know him. Mm-hmm. I told him, hey, bro, this is for my album. Yeah. And the only way I said it's going to be like a gritty Donda album or what DMX did mm-hmm. when he would rap to the Lord. And he was like, all right, bet. And I sent him the record. He was like, why he go off like this? <laughs> He's talking about dating. <laughs> and I said, I don't know, but you're going to have to go crazy. <laughs> Just don't curse. <laughs> and um, then, you know, I, I find out that Mickey grew up in the church. Hmm, really? So then that's how that it just solidified everything. Hmm. Again, building them relationships. Without building those relationships, you wouldn't even know that. Yeah. Yeah. To God be the glory. Listen, we appreciate you uh, rocking with us. Ayo, man. Tell the people how they connect with you, follow you on all your social media platforms. You can follow me on Instagram, Ayo underscore Shamir, S-H-A-M-I-R. And then you can follow me on Twitter, Ayo, Shamir, all together. Keep it locked. You're tuning to The Fix. And The Fix is in. Holy Culture, Holy Culture Radio. Healing, hope, and how-tos. God only wants his best for you. God only wants to give you the best. Even if life is taking an unexpected turn for the worst right now. And you could be at your worst right now, not knowing what's going to happen, not knowing who to run to. But God only wants to give you the best of his love, the best of his compassion, the best of his heart. Run into the best shelter and take refuge from any storm. Fall into the greatest arms of grace and be at peace. Hold on to the finest mercy and the most exquisite strength. First class forgiveness and perfect patience when you visit the best doctor who heals you. The best of his grace is what God gives to you. The greatest giver and supreme shielder of any attack. Get the highest levels of joy, wisdom, and strength from the best God, pouring out the best blessings. God gives his soul-satisfying bless to those who know his best is better than any best we can think of. The best redemption awaits from God, the good father who always gives you his best. I'm Dice Gamble, and this has been your Quick Fix. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix. And uh, come on, Dice. It's time to get real in these streets. Bro, streets, let's streets, get... streets be talking sometimes, you know, and they be, they be wanting us to be a little bit, you know, more real about these uh, situations we have. Family values, family ties, something. Mm-hmm. A lot of people calling a lot of different things. You know, that's just a family thing. It's been in our family for the last forty years, fifty years. Granddaddy was that way. Daddy was that way. You gonna be that way? <laughs> well, if y'all keep child molesters in your family. It's gonna keep oh, on no. going. Oh my! Yeah, goodness. let's just come out the gate Lord. with uh, one wow. in three. One in three women are assaulted, typically by someone they know, typically by someone in their family. A close friend or relative first. So you talk about one in three. So let's talk about generational curses. Like some people think that a psychological or a biological 
defect isn't a curse it is you know like or just a spiritual uh, uh demon that just stays in your house or you tuck it under the rug that's a curse so I just I just wanted to lead out with that to get everybody's attention. Like some of the things that are curses are things we we keep continuing to allow. There are a couple types of curses, but I know we're going to get into this. Like you have the ones that are, that you don't know are an actual curse. And then you have the ones that you plainly see and you choose to ignore. Yeah. So uh, we, we try to if you're trying to break a generational curse, you got to confront it. Dead on. Yeah, you definitely got to confront it. And uh, it? wow, you, uh, listen, I, I felt like um, we was, no, no, uh-huh. no pun intended. You came out like we were surviving R. Kelly. Pin, Lord help pin me. Drop, pin, <laughs> well, I mean, we got that. We got the P. Diddy situation. And shout out to Fifty Cent, man. You and your team saying we are donating the money to the victims of sexual assault. Like you That's realizing crazy. that if I'm creating a product that is showing this guy's fame uh, right now, if he's in the midst of a couple of situations let's go and get that money back we don't even need the money let's just go ahead and help somebody so i I, I, but i'm glad we're talking about this one right here this is huge for the church generational curses this is ridiculous like i don't even know with my minister collar on there should be no more curses if you are in the kingdom that is the bible once you are now attached to the kingdom of God, those curses get broken if you release them. If you're willing, there is no more, you're not cursed, you're new. Like you are literally in, like you are grafted. Here's the crazy part, folks. Don't get me started, but you're grafted into the kingdom of God. You're, and you're I, already and here. I, Listen, you already started. You gra- No, I'm just saying, like, Go I ahead. don't... This is this is a part that does... It never sits well with me. This is why at family functions, people used to get, you know, uncomfortable sitting next to me. Because I'm like, what you talking about? You've been saved for 20 years now, and you still got the same issue? Mm. Don't make no sense to me. Mm. Not in the kingdom. In the world, yes. In the world, yeah. Oh, you got problems. Yeah, you don't love Jesus. You ain't, you ain't, you ain't get your life. You ain't submitted. Yeah, you got issues. And you're going to have them that's it right but in the kingdom yeah you'll have a yoke you'll have a burden but it's easy and light so why are you still struggling in the way you used to struggle in the world it don't add up biblically it doesn't add up so Mm -hmm. i'm like what are y'all doing wrong like mm -mm. every every curse is broken and we have like the power of life and death in our tongue so we should be speaking that over our family anyway like ain't no curses over here like whether it's financial mental abusive Mm-hmm. Ain't no more curses. You know what I'm saying? Like the enemy doesn't get to continue to reign in your life when you give your life to Christ. I don't understand the concept of, oh, I'm still getting my behind kicked. You might be challenged, but you shouldn't be getting your behind kicked like when you was not saved. Don't make sense. Well, I- I'm glad you brought that up because I think the issue is mm-hmm. a lot. Of, it-, it doesn't make sense. And a lot of people don't even uh, understand it because they're not even identifying the pattern. When, while you were talking and while you were bringing that up, like you said, from generations and generations of people maybe physically getting abused, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Like, okay, are we even identifying the pattern and how this has ha- been happening from in our family? Like, that's why I use, you know, granddaddy, dad, you know, now me. Are we even identifying that this is an issue? It's, it's funny that you brought it up. Like you say, when you sit down in family functions, you, you, you talk about these things. Mm-hmm. You know how many families are not talking about these things? You brought up the the molestation, and sometimes that that's within a family uh, history of men or women, whoever, of mm-hmm. doing this. Mm-hmm. But nobody's addressing it. Nobody's identifying. No, wait a minute. 
Uncle such and such did this to little Nisi. <laughs> why ain't nobody say nothing about it? Why 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 are we waiting thirty years now? Nisi got to go through all this counseling, all this great, and nobody was ever there to confront either him. Make sure you're there for the the person that was victimized. Let's be very mm-hmm. clear. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, we just push you under the rug. Don't don't mm-hmm. worry about it. We, you know that thing. Don't we we don't speak about it. Don't don't speak <laughs> about it. Don't talk about mm-hmm. it. And that's very unhealthy. That's very unhealthy. It's toxic. Yes, it's toxic. And you know, I I get this because, and I can't say that this exists in any other culture, but in the melanated mocha culture, there is this sense of what happens in here stays in here yes and it like like i'm saying you're not protecting the individuals that are dealing with the trauma like um whether it's the abusive conversation from parents and parents just going off on kids for no reason like what why are you shooting your kids down like they are not your enemy you know same thing with couples talking crazy reckless to each other you know y'all should be on the same team you're not enemies you know what i'm saying but because you've watched this for generations after generation after generation, how people just recklessly go at each other and then they cool the next day. You think that's normal. It's not normal. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like, so some of the generational curses or bloodline curses, they're, they're ones we can stop like immediately, but we just, it's funny because, oh, that's how, that's just how they are. No, that's not how we are. And it takes a member of the body or the real body of Christ to stand up and say, yeah, this is the last time anybody in this house or that I, if I ever learn of, is going to talk to each other crazy and call yeah. each other out of their name. This is the last time. So mm-hmm. if I hear about it, I'm pulling up mm-hmm. and we gonna and we're going to see, you know, it's like, you have to be very aggressive. Like the enemy is on his job 24 hours a day. Mm-hmm. Like the one person slash not person on this planet who without fail is 24 hours on point is satan so it's like if you know that, that it's like if, if, if that you know bum that, always on charge uh, bum. you can say what you want you can hate him all you want rebuke mm. him all day mm-hmm. he show up he's mm. on time you know like i'm here what is it and so i'm just saying like um there are some things that do continue to get passed down and let's bring this point up our behavior and the generation's behavior before us can be a curse for us. So if you do have, say you own like a billion dollar business and you're doing something shady and you end up hurting people, I don't know, I'm not bringing up Oxycontin or anything, but I'm just saying your curse can fall on the next generation. So they don't even have an opportunity because every time their name is spoken, it's associated with what the, the parent or the grandparent did. And now they don't even have an opportunity, you know, for anything, mm-hmm. you know, like, I don't want to deal with people whose parents I know are shady. I don't like. I don't even. I don't even care if you're not shady. If I know your parents or your family or your whole circle is shady, I won't deal with you. You're cursed in my mind, like because I know the transfer of the spirit. So whatever spirit they had, I'm sure you was around it. It's probably on you. So I don't even want to deal with it. And this keeps happening over and over and over. <clears throat> But you, you do have the power to break the curse. That's what I'm saying. Like, if you're in Christ, you have the power to break that. Yeah. But there's no, no reason. To, there's no reason to stay cursed. In no, the no, body. no, it's no, ridiculous. no reason at all to stay cursed. And, and uh, yeah, we're going to we're going to tap into the that power that we have that we're not mm. activating. When you mm. say breaking the curse, it's a spiritual thing. So we're going we're going to talk about that, the, the spiritual warfare of it, the prayer part of it and everything else. Listen, DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Y'all see this conversation off the hook. Don't touch that dial. We coming right back after this break with more. Keep it locked.
You tune into the fix. And the fix is in. Holy Culture Radio is operated by the CoreLink Solution, a 501c ministry dedicated to empowering people to reach their potential. If you feel led to contribute to this mission, visit www.holyculture.net slash donations. Welcome back. Welcome back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. You tap back into the fix mm-hmm. in the middle of this real talk conversation. We're talking about it today. You know, surviving generational curses, bloodline curses. Yeah. And, um... We got we to unpack that uh, spiritual part of it a little bit more, Dice, or really jump into that spiritual conversation. Because I do believe that, you know, it, it starts with prayer. Mm-hmm. But I think after prayer, let's be very clear. I, I think there needs to be a call of repentance, especially because, listen, you, you, you said it. Uh, when you've had something happen in the family for years and years, mm-hmm. especially some type of foul act. No, no, there needs to be some repentance on the person that continues mm-hmm. to do this. Even even when you talk about not uh, just to, not just to cut you off, stay right there. Repentance on the person who continues to do this, not just the person who continues to do this. All parties involved who understand this is a whole thing because it's not just the person's curse; it's the generation no curse. So it's like if I'm alive and I know that this particular uncle has been molesting nieces and daughters. For the past 20 years and I'm auntie I need to repent too you are you're a part of that he it, just because he's just because he's sick and he all oh, he need to repent no you need to repent because you didn't intervene and when you have the knowledge of, of a curse it's on you as a believer if you're not a believer you don't care no that's Sorry. real right, not not just cut you off I was just saying like I just want to be clear. We're not giving passes to the offender. It's everybody around the offender. You don't get a pass. You get to own that. You get to you get to own that. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no. I I need to pray for them because now, yeah, we 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 ain't getting nobody passes. I I gave some examples of uh, uncle. Shout shout out to my uncle. Um, everybody knows, you know. Unfortunately, you know, he was, you know, one who always picked up stuff that didn't belong to him. Oh, for no reason. And hmm. uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. We never gave him a pass. I'll be honest with you. The, uh, his brothers, his brothers would, you know, lay holy hands on him, and hmm. it got to a point to where, yeah, they 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 wanted to stop that, so <laughs> they wouldn't invite him. Unfortunately, he couldn't come to family functions, hmm. and and everybody was stern. Like it was, it was to a point. I think like the first maybe one uh, that first ye- uh, season of uh, holidays, like the Thanksgiving, Christmas, or whatever. Hmm. That, yeah, the uncles would be at the door, and like, no, nah, you can't come in. Mm-hmm. Go, on, go on back where you need to go to because until you get right and do right, you can't keep coming to everybody's house and picking up stuff, items that don't belong to you, and just taking them and, and just thinking it's cool because at this, at that, you know, you're too grown. So, no, I, I ain't never been around nobody just keep going with the behavior, like you say. So, I'm glad you brought that up because that's something that I, I wasn't aware of. No, we, we, we grew up, no. My nah, dad was bro. one of eight brothers, so yeah, they they all fought. They ain't, weak, they ain't none of that. Weak, some weak people that keep going along with people who are abusive people who are verbally abusive physically abusive people who are irresponsible with finances and constantly put a household in jeopardy of of everything going sideways people who refuse to 
honor God with the calling on their life. Like you have people to just go along with stuff. People who are like, yeah, they just, you know, they, you know, they just argue like that and then they okay tomorrow and that's okay. It's not okay. Christ is freedom. So for us who are believers and we're in Christ, we should be changed. We should be different. We should be delivered. Christ died for our freedom. He broke the curse. So it's like all these little dark issues, whether it's addictions. Oh, we just, we just a history. We just a family alcoholics. Really? Why? Mm-mm. Cause y'all drink yeah. at every function. So yeah. y'all, so you, so you are not taking that step. And here's the deal. Some people biologically are attached more to alcohol because their parents were alcoholics or you could be a crack addict and have a crack baby. This thing goes from generation to generation. So what I'm saying is I could be struggling with an addiction that I didn't even start. So you yes. put me here on the earth and now I'm, I'm every drug I see, I want to be doing why? Cause you was a junkie. So no, we have to break it. And the only way that we break any addiction on this planet is by being redeemed in Christ. So it's like, and Jesus died for our freedom. So if you are a true Christian, you know that all bonds are broken and can be broken and every curse can be broken. But we collectively, we got to confess that thing. You know what I'm saying? And there's some things that we have to do. Like we're going to have to actually be obedient to the word of God and know that, listen, God is all powerful. So and I say all this to say, focus, and I know we talk about generational curses, but I'm just talking about like, and I'm from a family of addiction, you know, and I don't even know when it started, but definitely just have that ability to be addicted to a thing I love. I know that. That's why if I find a sweet candy and I love it, I may eat two, I may eat two, and then I get rid of it because I know me, I binge. I'm like a binger. I will eat it until I'm sick of it. And that could be two months of me just addicted to a lemon hand right. and then i wake up and my teeth jacked up and i'm like what's the problem it's like i just have an addictive personality so that's why but when i learned that was from the generation before i was like see this is why i can't do drugs i've been killing myself so yeah, you know what I'm saying? this is why i can't do this because i'll be done i will go all the way over the edge but it's like when you're in christ you have the power to break that like you could just have the regular common sense knowing you need to stop stuff but it's jesus christ it's the blood like i promise you like that is the thing that is going to break all of that bondage and and the challenges but anywho i just brought up that other people piece because we blame a person who's always doing stuff but it's like it's like the r kelly effect so you trying to tell me none of his friends around him okay so right right so so y'all want to condemn that bag to stop stop. yeah but all y'all all all y'all gonna have an issue it ain't gonna Mm -hmm. just be him i'm coming for all y'all because you were enablers so i'm just saying like the curse it just keeps getting passed down man but anywho let me get get back on track sorry no no no, you're good (laughs) that was all good stuff and i'm glad you brought up those points i I think the uh, when you talk about uh after repentance (laughs) we need to get the help we need yeah Uh, we we talk about it all the time here on the show how mental health is real no no you need you know (laughs) depending on what you've done and i i ain't gonna say depending on what you've done i think everybody needs a form or a sense of some type of counseling, some type of accountability circle when you talk about mentoring and uh, just being able to have a safe haven to mm-hmm. go talk to somebody about everything, childhood traumas, anything toxic within your relationship. Like you need people to keep you on point. We can't keep going through the motions thinking we got it all figured out, thinking mm. we're all good. We're not good. We're not healthy. We are really bleeding on each other because that's the thing too as well. You brought up a good point when you talk about from generations of just bleeding down on, on generations to come. 
You know, the mama ain't never got help. Grandmama ain't never got help. Great grandmama never got help. So now here comes the next generation. And now the daughter thinks she has to do the same thing that mama did, grandmama did, and Mm -hmm. great grandmama did. And that's not the truth. You can shift and you can change that. That was something big within our my family. I know you talked about addiction. You know what was mm-hmm. big in my family? What? Uh, that was a generational curse. Mm. Everybody broke. Good times. Good times. Ain't we lucky we got em. <laughs> and, and then Lord knows I, I refuse to True. grow up in that era listen love my mama love my daddy love my grandparents this is no mm-hmm. shade to them but mm-hmm. they did not understand everything when you talk about financial literacy uh, when you talk about investments when you talk about uh savings mm-hmm. when you mm-hmm. talk about real estate when you talk mm-hmm. about stocks and bonds just mm-hmm. understanding how the dollar itself works mm-hmm. and how you can make income off of your dollar when you talk about what monopoly is it's funny we grew up playing that game monopoly but didn't understand mm-hmm. that we can do the same thing on that Monopoly board in real life hmm. with our bank accounts, with our savings accounts. So, yes, grew up house poor. And, and, and before it was our house, it was my grandmama house because I've seen the same thing with my grandparents. Hmm. Everybody house poor. Everybody borrowing uh, from this. Everybody living paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. no, 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 that was something my wife and I, we agreed upon when we got married. We said, no, uh. no, we're not going to grow up like that. And I think that's probably yeah. why we only have the one child because that mm-hmm. was something else too as well. We, yeah. saw, the, we saw the patterns. Yeah, yeah, she comes from a big family. I come from a big family. And that's why everybody poor. We ain't going to talk about that. That's a whole other thing. Sometimes yeah. y'all might not need to have these kids if you can't take care of them. I agree. Like, like kids are expensive. And I don't, don't think do people understand that fair. kids are expensive. It's not fair because you deprive them because you don't have the money. But maybe you should have waited to have that kid. So that's another thing that we don't talk about, too, as well. Just waiting. Everything is microwave. We do it right now. But, yes, that was that was a huge generational um, curse that, uh, yeah, I wanted to. And my sister's doing my little sister. Shouts out to my baby sister. She's doing a phenomenal job, too, as well, uh, mm-hmm. reversing that. She, she's Listen, she, you talk about every woman. I, I, shouts out to my little sis. I ain't going to say her name, but you know you listening. Uh, I'm so proud of you. Uh, for her to be her age, she's like a CEO in, in her realm and, and what she does on a business uh, aspect. I'm just super proud of her. Ain't, ain't married yet, ain't got no kids, and she's single and satisfied. So all y'all jokers, yeah, mm-hmm. y'all got to come through me because Pops is going to heaven. So yeah, me mm-hmm. and, my, and my other brother, yeah, we're going to have a conversation if you, you're thinking about coordinating. That's a whole mm-hmm. other situation. But I'm so proud of her because she understood. And I think I had a little say in that because she watched and she saw how I did things. She's like, oh, mm-hmm. big bro doing this away. I want to make sure I do it away too as well. So that way we mm. reversed that generational curse of ain't nobody got no money. Ain't nobody got nothing. No, no, you ain't got nothing. I mm-hmm. got a little change over here yeah. for me. And, and then my legacy going to have something because they're yes. going to see that I shifted. And then now they trying to keep up with me or, or be better. But that's what I'm saying. Like uh, the enemy try to make you think you can do anything you want to do. And in Christ, that ain't it. That mm-hmm. we don't we don't do anything we want to do like whatever talent we have we, we should be multiplying that whatever gift we have we should be seeing a, a fruit from that like you know we should be running this game and so it's like yeah no I, I shouldn't be held down by any any bit of foolery and here's the deal as soon as I realize I am a part of this thing that's been going and going you shift mm-hmm. you just shift I called my sisters one time and I said I was in traffic and I gave somebody the middle finger and I, I so my, not, yeah. not you, not, not you guys, not me. Yes, I did. You gave him the bird. That's what they used to say. I you did. gave him the bird. Huh? You flipped the one. 
Yeah. And, and I had never done that. So I called my sisters because my thing, I love accountability. I'm like, just tell me I'm trifling. Like, and I'd be like, Ooh, I shouldn't have done that. Like I enjoy that because I'm so, I'm busy. So just call it out. Cause I don't got time to be hindered and I want all my blessings. And they was like, you get that from mom. And I said, mm. and it was like, yeah, she be in traffic going off. Like we all have a challenge with road rage, you know, where, you just cuss people out and blow your horn and get frustrated so fast. And I was, and I, and I, so I started thinking back and I was like, good grief. Our whole family is like that. Like literally it wasn't just me. And I was like, so we feel very validated in going off on random individuals. That ain't Jesus. You know what I'm saying? Not especially that. in traffic. And then especially in this day and age, you don't do that. So it's like, you know, me, I'm repenting. I'm like, Lord, forgive me. Cause you know, that ain't even my character. And the last thing I ever need is for me to cause offense to somebody who I should have been saving or trying to give the gospel to on that day. You know, I'm out here cause I'm in my feelings and I'm late because I got up late. You know what I'm saying? I got yeah, dressed right. Now that's I'm real. irritated because you don't go when the lights absolutely, you know, yellow. It ain't, you know what I'm saying? Just, just being nasty for no reason. And I'm like, we talk about generational curses, but sometimes our curses are just our simple attitudes, our ideas, our ideology, the things we I- idolize, you know, like, um, it's just, we have the power to break them though. So that's why I was saying early on i'm like ownership is not just the person who's leading out in that it's people who see it if you that's one thing grandparents did and shout out to all the grandparents out here who about that life a grandparent would call you out so quick facts i remember one day listen i was out there living in the world doing the worst oh god i was trifling i remember i brought a i brought a girl home one time and i my grandmother was on the porch in my auntie's house i swear i had put my foot on the concrete of the sidewalk and my grandma said is you dyking didn't even give me like she didn't even give me a like <laughs> she like I didn't heard from Elena you out here in the world doing the most like she didn't even give me time to get on the actual porch of the home before we was gonna have a conversation about how are you living and I know that's tough for some of you, but all I'm saying is she was just like, we got to talk about that before you walk in this house at this family function. Cause mm-hmm. I am the matriarch. Like I'm the matriarch. So they asking me questions about what you doing. You the one that left the small town, you in the world and everybody's looking to you to see, okay, maybe, you know what I'm saying? She's going to do great things. But what I heard is you're not. Wow. So let's have a conversation. But all I'm saying is my grandmother was not for the foolery. She was going to get, some clarity, some understanding. Are you a witch? Are you idling false gods? Like, what? who are you serving? You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it before you come in my house? Because, yeah, true. once I let you in my house, I own your behavior and your ideology. Facts. But, so you're not going to get to walk up in here until yeah. you explain to me and make everything you think you got going on make sense. And I, as I got older, I remember I was like, gosh, that's so offensive. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, you know what I'm saying? Like, but I realized sound like she sounds like she the gospel was, to me. She was like, no, we, let's get it straight right now. We yeah. don't no time to waste. So it's tough, man. And I, you know, prayerfully, let's bring this up. <clears throat> Whatever y'all had in your house that you know you need to get rid of. Oh, wow. Oh, okay. wow. Wow. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 I know you're trying to go. Lord, help me. I know Lord, you're, 
Don't make me think about it. Yeah, I'm just, your whole time. We, the same, we, bro. The same, bro. DJ Focus, Dice Gabble, we got to go to a break. We go come back with more. Keep it locked. You're tuning to The Fix. And The Fix is in. And we back. DJ Focus, Dice Gamble. Ooh, that's it for the day, Dice. Uh, another fun show in the books. Mm-hmm. How good was A.O. Shamir? A.O. Shamir oh. just came on here preaching and mm-hmm. and uh, just gifted in that Teacher. production area, ain't he? I know. Yeah, he's dope. He's he's absolutely dope. Guys, please make sure you're following him on all his social media. But he's not just a good artist. Like you said, he's a good producer. I think this is an area where some artists can actually uh, get better. Like, don't just stay at artists. Like, learn to produce. Because I'm telling you, put a little more money in your bag when you can produce for yourself and you can start to produce for other people. So, yeah, just a little fun uh, tip there from, uh, you know, Dice Gamble to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah. he's dope, though. Fire. And he got a lot of projects out, too, as well. Uh, he's produced uh, projects with uh, a C4 Katrona. As mm-hmm. well as, uh, yeah, him and C4 and, uh, Say Lot of Corner got a joint project yeah. out. Uh, the commissioner, uh, he got stuff with, uh, a little bit of everybody. Uh, so yeah, shouts out to everything AO Shamir and that all I need track. We can't take that thing out of uh, uh, rotation. He remixed <laughs> that little sample from Mary J. Blast song, I Can mm-hmm. Love You Better. And he got the commissioner on there. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. That thing is ridiculous. So, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, shouts out to everything AO Shamir. Um, we're excited and we're in a good space when we got producers and artists who can do it all, do it both and do it at a high level like that. And just mm-hmm. see the grittiness and some of our, uh, you know, champion, uh, underground artists, as I would call them, the gritty rappers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We, we in a good place. We are in a good place. Oh, that, uh, generational curses that, uh, bloodline curses. We're going to have to do a day two of it. We couldn't close it out. We tried to y'all, but, uh, yeah, it's some work. more we got to unpack and we're praying for anybody. Uh, who's struggling in this area to even address it. I think that's the biggest thing. So we're going to talk about more about addressing the issue in itself mm-hmm. and, uh, and having conversations, healthy conversations about bloodline curses, generational curses, and the impact it's had over o- over your family. Like, to be very clear. Like, yeah, you mm-hmm. really, everybody needs to really take a look and evaluate. Oh, this thing has been happening in our family for the last 50 years. And yeah. why is that? Yeah. Yeah, no, I'm with I'm with you. Um, it's past time for us to address the toxic things that have been, you know, infiltrating our family structure and things that we know aren't right. We got to start calling out. So it's it's going to be tough, I think, probably for uh, today and maybe even tomorrow for for listeners to listen. But I would encourage you stay right there and hold the space and and try to figure out is that me like am i allowing some behaviors to just continue and i'm not addressing them and if i'm not addressing them why am i not doing that especially if we're called uh you know to call out all these things you know like we we love the lord like we're christians we're followers of jesus so we have the power to change things in our family our legacy our destiny so we don't have to have a generational curse at all like we don't we we have the power to break that thing and it sometimes it takes just one of us to stand up and say you know what we're not gonna be broke anymore you know we're not gonna eat unhealthy anymore you know we're not gonna continue to bash each other in our family anymore you know like we're not gonna continue to not address our um you know, our, our chemical uh, imbalance, you know what I'm saying? We're going to go get help. You know, we're going to go get the treatment we need. We're going to go together to therapy. You know, like we are going to be different, you know, enough is enough. And the next generation and all the generations after that, they're going to walk in their power, all the power that they have from Christ dying on the cross because he gave us ultimate freedom. So, Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, that's good. Listen, make sure y'all following us on all social media platforms at The Fix Radio Show. That's D-A-F-I-X-X Radio Show on all social media platforms. Listen, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Mm-hmm, like, comment, mm-hmm, and subscribe mm-hmm. in that order. We have tons of content, tons of interviews out there for you. And listen, today kicks it off. Mm. Our 12 days of Christmas. We start our 12 days of Christmas giveaway. Follow Let's us go. on Instagram. All the details are going to be on there. Let's definitely want to follow us. Tag people. Tag your cousin. Tag mm. your cousin and them. Tag your cousin and them. And tag your cousin and them. Thank Let them know. Them. Yeah, <laughs> all them. Tag them. The Fix Radio Show doing a 12 days of giveaway. Uh, mm. So definitely uh, follow us for all the ways to, you know, figure out how you can win. And uh, <laughs> listen, don't be DMing me. Don't be texting me. Nobody, yeah, all y'all artists, y'all be trying to get y'all a little uh, favor in. No, no, no. It is a fair giveaway. We got a system, a computer system that it okay. takes everybody who uh, uh, enters and it randomly picks somebody. Okay. We ain't, we ain't picking out no hat. This ain't no uh, focus <laughs> over there playing favoritism. No, no, no. No, no, no. We it, there, It's the software out there for that. <laughs> so we, the software takes all the names who entered into the giveaway and it just randomly picks somebody. And that's who the winner going to be. And we'll that's email the, the, the winners. But yeah, we start today, 12 days of Christmas. And listen, anybody out there listening who wants to sponsor mm-hmm. a giveaway, listen, we, we ain't limited. We can do two, three, four, five, six of them a day. Let's Y'all just go gotta now. let us know. So yeah, yeah, definitely get at us at the fix radio show at gmail.com if you want to be a sponsor. If you want to uh, you know, sow a seed uh for a monetary gift, please dollar sign the fix radio show. That's dollar sign D-A-F-I-X-X radio show. Mm-hmm. You say, uh, yeah, you just want to sow into the uh Christmas giveaway. And I promise you, we're going out that same day and buying another gift, and we'll come on at the stove. Let's new sponsor in. We want to get this thing out right here at the store. Let me know this thing hot. Yeah, right, right. at the store. Yeah, we right, didn't right, wait. Right, right, we didn't right. wait to even uh, switch it into the account. We just went to the store and picked it up. <laughs> so yeah, we're gonna That's do wild. it like that. So yeah, we just want to be a blessing uh, for Christmas. We want to continue to sow into all of our faithful followers and listeners who support us all year long. So that's why Mm -hmm. we do our 12 days of Christmas, just giving back to the ones who uh, support us all year round. So that's what it's all about. Giving, 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 showing the love of Christ. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's a sacrifice, but uh, yeah, we love doing it every year. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Tiptoe Tuesday. We'll be back tomorrow. Uh, Same time, same place. Another exclusive uh, spiritual detox. Mm -hmm. Uh, We got part two of that uh, generational cursed conversation. So you definitely want to keep it locked for that. As always, uh, remember to stay focused on turning your negative into a positive. Jesus Christ is always the answer. Kingdom advancement should always be the goal. The fix is in. We out. Peace, y'all.